This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Yellow Home. With Anna Schofield. And Big Hass. Music's greatest songs. Greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hit makers. Now it's really important that no one takes the music under me as a true representation of this song. Okay, hang on, something's happening. I am. I'm going to try to do something. Are you going to switch it up? Yeah, one second. Let's see. What do you think of uh, of this one? Okay. Just want to see if that works. Let's see. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, there's a bit more Roy Orbison. This is well done. Okay. This is a famous song, okay? okay? And <laughs> and if anyone does know this song, they're going to know it because Celine Dion covered it or Cindy Lauper in the 90s, she had a massive hit with it. And actually when you do research, that's the first thing that crops up is that Roy Orbison obviously had his massive hit with it, but that was in the 60s and then Cindy Lauper in the 90s. But lots and lots of people have recorded it because it's an amazing song. So I'm going to play the whole thing. I drove all night. Wonderful song. Everyone wants to be given this song. But let's talk about Roy Orbison, the the artist behind it, because he was the first one to bring it um, to to the music scene ever. He was born in 1936. I told you I was going back, going back. Um, I think I know about Roy Orbison because of my parents, who I think played it because their parents did. Like it was one of those. 1930 what? 1936. He was Marshall. born. Um, but the man had the most tragic life. Uh, uh, when you read about it and you read about things like this that are happening to people, you go, wow, you know, what star were you under? Um, things being fl- thrown at him left, right and centre. However, he also had an incredible musical career and was a friend of Elvis. So there are these, there's this dichotomy of incredible greatness and incredible tragedy all in one. So let me tell you a bit about that. Sit back, relax. Let me tell you the story of an American singer, songwriter and musician known for singing passionately. He has a quite a complex um, style to his singing, which you'll hear. Very emotional ballads, though, all of his songs, emotional ballads, quite a lot of them quite dark. And this wasn't fashionable um, in the sort of 70s, 80s. He was around and he talks about how he was listening to Jimi Hendrix and all these guitar influenced kind of bands. And he just didn't hear him and he didn't relate and he didn't know who he was and he felt like a tree with the wind blowing through it but nothing ever staying around him that's how he felt he, he just wasn't himself and he had a real decline then like he was just no one on the map lost his money and everything um, but when he first came out he was incredible um, so critics called him a kind of an operatic singer um, he got the name Caruso the Caruso of rock because he would just yodel and yadel and be passioned with it and also the big O that's funny. There's a big. T- there's a cool NBA player right now. His family name is Caruso. Oh, really? He's really good too, and he's really excited. It's young a guy. Na- a young guy. <laughs> well, that's the. That it comes from Roy Orbison. Oh, wow. um, many of Roy Orbison's songs are quite vulnerable, and obviously in those days, male artists, especially rock and roll guys, they weren't doing. They weren't doing vulnerable. They were doing, you know, defiant kind of masculine raw songs, um, and there he was going, you know, singing songs like I cry. I cry and crying over you and I drove all night to be with you and Pretty Woman, you know, um, all of these amazing songs that that we know. I nearly played Pretty Woman because that's the one everyone knows. So that's him and that's from the the film with um, Julia Roberts, Pretty Woman. It's called Pretty Woman. There we go. Richard Gere and yeah. That's right. Very famous film. Um, So let's talk about his life. So there he is, early life, born 
um, in Texas, the middle son, um, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so th- his life story could go on forever. So that's where he's from. D- went to Denver Avenue Elementary School. Sweet little heart, but very, very musical. Grew up with country, which you can hear in all his stuff. Um, he then met a girl, Claudette. Absolutely loved her. And he married her. Him and Claudette got married. I'm going to cut everything short because we could literally be here all night. He marries Claudette. He loves her more than anything. And then they, they've been married a few years. They even had kids, but they split up for a year. And that was because she wasn't faithful to him and it seemed to be very public. And that isn't very nice, but he couldn't keep away from her. He loved her. Ten months later, they got back together and everything seemed absolutely fine. But it was widely known that um, he adored Claudette more than life, you know. And all these impassioned songs that he sings were all about love and about admiring women. And he did. He always had a problem with his weight. He was up, he was down, he was up, he was down. He smoked a lot, he drank a lot, you know, it was all that kind of stuff. Um, in between, he's friends with he's friends with Elvis. Um, Glenn Miller is one of these um, artists that he revered, which is just really funny. We should do a Glenn Miller song at some point because Glenn Miller's amazing. And again, my parents taught me about Glenn Miller. But he's friends with Elvis. Elvis breaks into TV. His record producers say, you need to break into TV like, like Elvis has done. It didn't quite work like that. You know, Roy Orbison wasn't kind of loving it. Claudette, though, loving her life with him, but obviously not loving at the same time. Then they went through this phase where they were properly in love. And just when it was all going well and they had three kids and life was good, they were both into motorbikes. He, first of all, rode a motorbike in front of millions of fans in a stadium, came off the motorbike and broke his ankle and broke his foot. And he had a concert that night. So it it would be like the F1 here. And he had to go on in a cast. So, but he did it, he did the show, but he did it with a broken everything. Um, And then a few months after that, Claudette was on her bike. Now she loved bikes. Um, He says he was introduced to motorbikes by Elvis. It was Elvis that got him into it. She was on her bike. She didn't see a car in front of her. The car opened the door. She went into the door of the car and that was it. Instantly gone. Um, This broke him. So he then threw himself into his work, but apparently was quite a changed man. Literally a year later, two years later, um, as if life hadn't been tough enough, he gets a phone call and his home and I believe it was in Texas, had burnt to the ground, mm. but in it had been two of his sons. So at this point... Like yeah, that? Oh, my God. The tragedy of the tragedy of the tragedy. So then this poor man this. is there, left with one son, a young one, who he then just couldn't bring up, yeah, didn't know, know what to do. Yeah, you not know how to even do. go forward after that. Yeah, how do you move on? Johnny Cash, uh, I believe, bought the property... Um, demolished the house and then grew an orchard on it which is actually quite a nice thing considering the story of what went on Um, the younger son from his his marriage to Claudette went and lived with um, Roy Orbison's parents and and grew up with the grandparents and then a few years later he married a teenager a really really young girl but they seemed really really happy and they also had a son he then said he wasn't feeling very well he got to about um, Where are we now? We're about 1987. He wasn't feeling very well. He'd had several comebacks, then some lows, then some comebacks. And he went to Hawaii to recuperate. We don't know what from. Checked into a hospital and they said, oh, yeah, you've got problems with your arteries. Did a big operation. Everything seemed fine. And then, of course, it wasn't a few years later because he kept smoking. And that is the story of Roy Orbison, who is this incredible talent who either co-wrote or wrote all of his top 10 number ones 
that he had across the world, best friend of Elvis and lover of ladies. And so listen to how passionate this song is because you'll want someone to send this song to you. You might know Cindy Lauper's, you might know Celine Dion's, but this is the original. I drove all night, Roy Orbison on the music greats on Yellow Home. I had to escape, the city was picking and cruel. Maybe I should have called you first, but I was dying to get to you. I was dreaming while I drove the long straight road ahead. Uh huh, yeah. Could taste your sweet kisses, your arms open wide. This fever for you was just burning me up inside. I drove all night to get to you. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.